Hello, listeners. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. We're hello. echoing through the big hello. chasm of emptiness, which is us doing this podcast. <laughs> oh. Uh, hi, this is Go Your Own Way, the podcast where we are here. This is Peter, and Jen is here. Yay! Yay! Woo! And Eric is here. It's true. I am. Yay! We. Peter is uh, also we, here. I I'm here. Hi. He is here. And I'm just a I'm just a ball of energy tonight. Let's see. I think Eric should say things. Uh, so I guess I'm in charge of choosing the story today. I figured we'd go with something horror themed for the October. Mm. Oh, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. So the incredibly dramatic title of this story is "The Only Lights in the Darkness Are Flames" mm. by Steve two four eight three three, which. Maybe not the world's most evocative name. <clears throat> and our description is... a reminder is, that all of us are really just a number. That's right. I mean, we all have the same first name as a bunch of people. And we should recognize that by just adding, like, you know, Peter 11748 mm-hmm. after our names. I was about to say it would be cool if each of us in addition to a name, had a number, but I guess we have, like, social security numbers. Mm-hmm. But let's not right. say that over the over the podcast. And like, Show us your social that. security number. <laughs> yes, yeah, send us a message on Facebook with your social security number. We promise we will not abuse it. <laughs> Stuff you say on podcasts isn't legally binding, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Sorry, I interrupted you when you were about to read the description of the story. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Uh, Take control of four members of SWAT in Tijuana Raid, a large ancient mansion inhabited by the Espada de Dios, a Satanist cult that's kidnapped several people. Switch between these members as they stumble upon a horrific scene of horror, gore, and perhaps something much worse. This is my second horror story, a short little game I made just to help with writer's block on my larger games. Thanks to Mason Jarguzzi for proofreading. Enjoy! Yay! Yay! So swapping perspectives might end up being a little weird, but... Hmm. Oh, excuse me, good lord. Um, but I don't know, it seemed like it'd be fun. Well, I hope it is. And for those Me of you too. wondering, Espada de Dios means sword of God. I was wondering what Espada meant. I know what de Dios means, but I didn't know right. Espada, you know? See, we're only like a minute or two into this podcast and you've already learned something, listeners. Unless you speak Spanish, in which case there are still opportunities to learn. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if they have a weird pronoun. Like, people in English will say sword to be funny. Mm. Hmm. Do they have, like, a weird, like, mispronunciation? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. The first page 
called Porras. It's tough for me to trill my R's with my tongue piercing. Sorry, everyone. Uh, I don't drink, you say. You don't drink? How can a man not drink? Come on. One drink on me, Blanco says. Have a drink. Porras, live a little. It leads to immorality. It leads to immorality? Rivera's drinking so much he's pissing lager, yet I will bet my fucking house he'll be in church tomorrow. He's not immoral. <laughs> not gonna lie, first time I was looking at that, I was like, leads to immortality. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, me too. Rivera smiles and gives a thumbs up and downs another shot. Going to church doesn't mean shit. Half the kids here in Tijuana are clutching a gun in one hand and a crucifix in the other, you reply. Ah, here he goes again. Fuck. Somebody get a few drinks in this man, Blanco exclaims loudly, annoying the other residents of the bar. Pretty sure people don't generally live in bars. <laughs> well, not. some might. No, some might. Some might indeed. The bartender. Because... I mean, the bartender lives there. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. Just like teachers live at school. Yeah. Absolutely. Sleep in the classroom. (laughs) Honestly, I've been in some classrooms where I was like, well, this would be a perfectly fine place to sleep. (laughs) Really comfortable furniture. (laughs) Calm it down, gentlemen. We're all friends here. Rivera smiles cheerfully. Captain, order Porras to have a drink. Oh, is that our name? Porras? Poras no, poras mean well poras. I thought poras, poras meant cheers. like a pour, like bring us a drink. I have a translator open it. It says it means cheers. Oh. Or poras or is that our name? I don't know. Tell us on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I feel like order poras to have a drink means that's our name, but that seems weird. Anyway, uh, Captain Mendez allows his stone face to crack sli- slightly as he gives a tiny smile, but he doesn't reply. I can understand it. I wish I didn't drink so much, Rivera says. Once you say that the cartels, once you see what the cartels can do to a man, you'll be glad for it to ward off the nightmares, Blanco says. Maybe, Rivera shrugs. Hey, alcohol breaks up families. My wife is pregnant. I want to be at my kid's graduation rather than in a bar. and yet here you are in a bar if you want to be a family man what the fuck are you doing in SWAT this job takes a lot of our time it's very stressful and the cartel have a price on all of our heads you say some very coaching points Mm. I want to make a difference Rivera says defensively you are Captain Mendez says if there has ever been something to toast to it's that Blanco says raising his shot glass as he tries to fill it with vodka, spilling half on the table. You raise your glass of Coke and nod. To make a difference! To make a difference! You all shout. I gotta say, man, at the point where you're simultaneously raising your empty shot glass and filling it so that you can do a proper, like, cheers, it's time (laughs) to stop. It's time to stop for the night. Drink responsible, Mm -hmm. listeners. Please, don't spill your booze. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, shout. Oh, Blanco. We're Blanco now. Okay. 
I think maybe the first. Oh, I think maybe the first. That, yeah. Uh, so Poras was the person. Yeah, it must be right. I guess. So I think the first little name is who we are for this little section. So maybe gotcha. probably we need to pay attention to that. Blanco would be my name if I were Spanish. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. I I don't know if they like do. I feel like Blanca is a name you hear, but is Blanco also a name in Spanish? I don't think so. I would make so. it my name. Tell us on Facebook if you are named Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, shout, staring at your reflection in the mirror as you cut open your face again in a pathetic attempt to shave. You made some bad choices last night. You could have handled the drinks you had with your friends. It was the additional bottle of whiskey matched with the speedball you put into your veins after you got home and invited some lady friends off the street and back into your room that did you in. Mm, <laughs> no kidding. That's a party. Yeah. And that will do you in. Mm-hmm. You think Rivera and Porras suspect, and Captain Mendez must know about the amount of evidence disappearing and the reports of dealers being shaken down by an off-duty cop. I imagine that's supposed to be cop? Probably. But because of your otherwise squeaky clean record, he's let you off. Are you sure you don't want to come back in bed for a few minutes? The ugliest of the prostitutes calls. Get out of my house! <laughs> what a sentence that is. <laughs> right? Damn. <laughs> Oh, man. Get out of my house. We're finished here, you call with annoyance before finishing shaving. You sigh before hearing your work phone ring. Fuck, you scream, punching the mirror. Very high strung. Hmm. Probably should have, like, gotten a blowjob or something. I feel like that would help. That's one way to start the day. Right? Makes you a little snacky, though. Rivera Anyone want coffee, you ask Staring at Poros and Captain Mendez As well as the other four members of your team Garcia, Gallo, Perez, and Sindil Jesus Christ Black, the captain replies as the others remain quiet I'm sorry What fucking cops don't drink coffee in the morning? Ones that already drank it with their donuts. I guess. Mm. Good lord. Ones whose beautiful wives make them coffee. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Or husbands, you know. Right? Yeah. No, we shouldn't assume. Never assume. Anyone can be a SWAT officer. Yes. Yes. Blanco bursts through the door, a cigarette clenched between his teeth. Sorry I'm late, he says, grabbing a chair and sitting. What's the situation? We have reports of the location of a group of kidnappers, known as the Espada de Dios, Captain Mendez says as the projector shudders to life to display an old, massive wooden mansion in the middle of the desert. Espada? We'll be killing priests? Poros rejoices and Rivera wept, Blanco laughs. Priests don't kidnap people. These are criminals. Satanists. They do not have the Lord's protection. You reply as your fingers absentmindedly wrap around your rosary. Satanists? Says who? 
When I was a boy, I had a man on my street who was an alien android, a mad psychologist, a prince, a general, and the horseman of war. You can't trust rumors, Poras says. I'm sorry. You grew up in a place where there was a rumor circulating that someone in your neighborhood was an alien android? <laughs> I feel like rumors are much more colorful in Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> like a witch is one thing eh, he's an alien yeah. android we don't worry about it <laughs> okay tequila helps right drink up i'm sure it does i don't give a damn we move in kill all hostiles and save any hostages same as usual captain mendez says yes sir you all respond everyone in the truck will go over the plans inside 40 minutes later. I feel like we're not getting many choices. We're getting the choice to continue the story. Right. We could quit it anytime. Mendez, you've done this many, many times before. You've led countless raids and have one of the lowest casualty per raid rates of any SWAT team. Still, you feel fear as you approach this mission, a heavy pit in your stomach. This is the kind of fear you felt sitting up in bed, alone in the house, as Papa drinks at the bar and Mama works the streets, hearing noises from every shadow outside your window, or under your bed, or in your closet. You need to stay strong for your men, though. Alright, everyone clear with the plan? We split up and everyone gets a Scooby snack, Blanco smiles from the driver's seat. Gallo and Garcia go in through the back, <laughs> sweeping through the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Snacks! Sindeel oh. and Perez head through the side entrance into the lounge, and they both head through the hallways to meet with us in the central chambers as I take Rivera, Blanco, and Porras into the main entrance. Then we clear the upper floors while Rivera and Porras defend the lower floors, and then we sweep the basement. Got it, boss, Blanco says. Yes, sir, the others reply. I want to move quickly. If we haven't secured the ground floor in 60 seconds, we've fucked up. Got it? Yes, sir, they bark. Good. Five minutes, Blanco barks as the van goes silent. Three minutes, 60 seconds, 10 seconds. The van pulls up outside the house and the group bursts out. Silently, you move out of the back, motioning for Gallo and Garcia to head around the back as Perez and Sindil head to the side. Blanco and Rivera take position on either side of the door as Poras jogs forward holding a sledgehammer. You stand by the door as Poras raises the hammer before swinging. Enter the house! Here we go. La entrada. Oh, good. We finally get some decisions. Yay! Woo! Your sledgehammer breaks the door open after a hefty swing, and it caves inwards. You toss the sledgehammer aside as Blanco, Rivera, and Captain Mendez charge in. You quickly follow in afterwards, raising your submachine gun. A waft of warm air hits you, blasting your senses with the smell of rotting meat and burnt wood. You quickly scan the room before pausing momentarily in shock. Jesus Christ, Blanco says. The room has a grand stairwell, and piled all along it are mutilated bodies. Ooh. 
Okay. <laughs> All missing arms, legs, and heads with their torsos hacked apart, gaping holes where each of their hearts would be. You see some have their mouths and eyes stitched shut, but thankfully they're all dead. Well, yeah, they've had their Um. hearts torn out. (laughs) I'm sorry, were we supposed to be confused? (laughs) Did did anyone think? Not sure how they would have lived. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. This is is not Indiana Jones. No, it's not. No. Then, you see, at the top of the grand staircase is a massive crucifix. Affixed to it is a pale man, his eyes gouged out to leave two bloody holes that stare into your eyes. His mouth has been carved into a brutal Glasgow grin before being stitched shut, leaving a creepily long smile that stand in contrast with the sheer desperate terror on what remains of his face. His naked body is covered with scars, some old, some recent. His genitals are missing, a horrified, infected hole where they once were. He stares at you in terror, somehow seeing you. His body writhes in pain as his joints twist despite being nailed to the cross, desperately moving as his stigmata begin to bleed onto the floor suddenly. God, our Father, grant this, Rivera begins praying. Men, check those corners. Secure the floor. Stay on target, Captain Mendez barks. Rivera, call in Med. Captain, the radio crackles to life. We're under attack. They're everywhere. They took Gaio. Ah, get off me. Get off me. Captain, we need... Shit, Rivera, Blanc. The radio goes silent. Captain! The radio bursts out again, and you recognize Perez's voice. Sindil and I got separated. What the fuck are these? No, please... Please, I... Perez's voice is replaced by a long, horrified scream of terror, pain, and desperation. Ah! A voice screams, this one not coming from the radio. Sorry, that probably could have had more terror, pain, and desperation in it. Since That's okay. I assume we're... It's better than I would have done. ...getting in the mood, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you turn and look as the crucified man's stitches tear open releasing a wave of blood as his lips are torn apart. Expergesera, he screams in a deep, garbled voice before he bursts into a deep laughter. Suddenly, the bodies on the ground begin shuddering, and they begin to stand. The crucified man continues laughing as the bodies continue to stand, pulling themselves up via the banister and standing up on legs, arms, and even wrapped around other corpses. The monsters all stand, and there's a second of silence as the crucified man stops laughing. The monsters slowly turn, staring at you. Well, that's like a weird turn. Yeah, that went bad real quick. Like, no build-up. Straight to motherfucking zombies! Hmm. So we can get out via the front door, open fire... Or attempt to escape through one of the side rooms. Did the other guys go through the side? And that's how they got trapped? Or am I imagining it wrong? I believe you are correct. But presumably there's also like another side, right? Like Mm. they came in through one side. We could head towards the other side. But I don't know if that's what that means. Right. 
Open fire is probably useless. Yeah. yeah it doesn't seem to have done anybody else any good, because presumably they yeah. open fire as well. I feel like the front door is probably our best bet. I mean, we we might get eaten just for being right. cowards, right? But uh, It's worth a shot, I guess. It's worth a shot. Yeah. All right. Let's give it a shot. You run to the front door before pausing. What the fuck? You turn to see that now, standing in front of the door, is a completely white humanoid creature that hangs on the door frame, stretching across the doorway. The creature has completely black eyes, and its hands and feet have long, sharpened bone claws. What the fuck is that? Captain Mendez barks. It's a demon! Rivera whimpers. Fuck that! Shoot it! Blanco shouts, stumbling to take out his gun. We can open fire, or we can run. Run away! I feel like that's... Yeah, I feel like opening fire at this point is not going to help No. Us. Probably not. It's always the person screaming and emptying their clip that dies yeah. at this point in the horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll make a run for it. You turn and run, following Blanco. You run from the creature into a side room of the house. Keep going, keep going, Blanco screams as you spot a small staircase heading downstairs to the basement. Suddenly, a door bursts open and a man with a priest collar bursts out. He holds a sack and quickly pops it around Blanco's head, tightening it. Ah! Blanco yells as you raise your gun. The priest throws the now blind Blanco into a side room before grabbing your gun barrel and pushing it aside. He quickly jabs you in the face and you fall backwards. You hit the stairs, bouncing along as you painfully rumble down the stairwell, knocking your head and arms on the hard stairs as you scream. We tumble. Oh, no. You bounce along the stairs with a terrified scream before landing painfully on the cold concrete floor. You feel your legs snap as you let out a terrified scream, crumpling to the floor as you look around, seeing nothing but darkness. You hear the horrible noises upstairs go silent and are left alone in the darkness. Hello? Hello, you call? You hear <laughs> sniffling, wheezing and gasping around you in the darkness as the other residents of this basement hear you. Deep breathing slowly gets louder as you begin as they begin heading towards you. You begin to crawl desperately backwards, your broken legs painfully scraping along the floor as you bite your lip until it begins to bleed profusely as you try to prevent yourself from whimpering and alerting the creatures creatures, as you are left alone in the dark. We can keep crawling away. A long ass sentence. Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, so we just keep crawling, I guess. That's our only I option. guess so. So was it really an option? Right. Listeners? Is that what choice is? I don't think so. Blanco. You're running desperately away from these fucking undead when the door bursts open in front of you. You see a tall, gaunt man wearing a priest's outfit with the classic black clothes and a white collar with midnight black hair. He stares at you for a second before grabbing you. A black cloth sack goes over your head, tightening as you lose sight and it tightens. I don't know what that means. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you grab at the priest's throat as he pulls you into a side room, throwing you to the ground. 
You fumble to pull the sack off your head and finally drag it off. You luck up in time to see the boot slam into your face as blood spurts out of your nose and you collapse backwards again, this time losing consciousness. Ooh. And then we are awake! Awake! According to the thing I had to click. Ugh. You awake naked in a small metal cage, unable to move. You bend your head slightly, looking up to see the priest. I think I've seen this porno. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you, you scream? Let me out. Let me out, bastard. I am Father Borgononi. Borgoni? Can we call him Father yes. Baloney? Let's call him Father Baloney. Father I am B? Father Baloney, he says. Baloney! Why are you doing this? <laughs> are you ready for my meal? Oh, oh. God. <laughs> this is porn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting dirty. Why are you doing this? Let me out. What the fuck did you do to those bastards? Hush now. They were sinners, and hence, they were targets of them. You are a target. You are a sinner. Fuck you, you son of a bitch! We're all sinners, child. Yours are particularly obvious. You don't know me! You don't know my sins! They are written across your arms, child. You look down at your arms, spotting the various track marks that cover your arms, as opposed to the track marks that covered our legs while we were looking at our arms. Oh my. I guess. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of weird repetition <laughs> in this story. I guess this guy thinks all SWAT people are druggies. I guess so. Hmm. Right? Like every SWAT team has that one druggy dude. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, God. Just cut, out, cut it out with the heroin, man. Jesus. Calm down. Fuck you. Let me out, you monster. We are all monsters, Father Baloney says. Let me out, then. <laughs> I can't do that. You need to face your sins. From the fires, we find redemption. What are you talking about, you crazy bastard? You crane your head around, seeing that your metal cage sits above a small, gas-operated fireplace. That's not good. No. Hmm. No, it's bad. Oh, that's not good. Wait, wait, what are you? Father Baloney starts the gas and it begins to spray up at you. <laughs> no, please no. Father Baloney pulls out a small lighter and holds it by the gas. For fuck's sake, don't, please. I'm a sinner. I have sinned and I... Father Baloney lights the gas and it bursts into flames as you feel the flames lap at your stomach and knees. Right? Like, it bursts into flames, and you feel the flames. Like, I... I we only <laughs> need one flames in there. <sighs> you scream in pain as the bars begin to glow red and sear into your flesh. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Stop! Stop! Stop it, you scream! You desperately writhe around in the flames as Father Baloney stares at you. Help me, please! Ah! Ah! You scream in desperation before Father Baloney turns off the gas. You continue to scream as the fire stops and the bars begin to cool before it grows down to a whimper. What grows down to a whimper? Our screaming? The gas? I think. It's very confusing. I think, I think the screaming. 
I think it's the fire. I think the fire is whimpering. I thought it meant the fire. Uh, the fire would have died off instantly as soon as he turned off the gas. Yeah, it should have. That's true. Mm. There was actually a bishop they burned alive, and, uh... That's lovely. Like, they tied him down with his, like, back to the flames, and, uh, they were, like, in the middle, like, he's been burning alive for, like... 45 minutes or some goddamn thing. I don't remember. But, like, they yell down if he has any final words, and he says, I believe this side is done. Turn me over. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, at that point, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Like, if I'm gonna die anyway. Right, you might as well try and toss off a badass line. Yeah. And, frankly, anything other than, Burns is gonna come off as a badass line in that situation. True. Hmm. That's a good point. I have to say, as horrifying as this all is, I get a giggle every time you say Father Bailey. <laughs> good. Good. I think that's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Have you found redemption among the fire? Are you pure of heart and as innocent as the lamb? Yes or no? Uh. No. You know why? Part of me wonders, like, if we say yes, it's... Yeah, I feel like if we say yes, he's going to... If we say yes, he's not going to... He's going to call us a liar. If if we say yes, he's going to be like, lies, you need Jesus. Feel the flames of Jesus burning your body. I I remember a lot of the flames of Jesus from the Bible. Oh wait, no, no, no! I, I don't. don't. I don't think it's the flames of Jesus, but okay. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of flames of Jesus. I don't think. For some reason, that sounds like a band. The Let's flames make of Jesus. Oh God! Just <laughs> be a Christian metal band. Yes. You know yeah, it. Yeah. You absolutely <laughs> know it exists. We we must make a Christian metal band. No, we're locked in now. We're locked in. We have to do we it. We have to do it. I claim base. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. So we're happy with no? Yeah. All right. We will never be pure without the Lord. I hope so, though I doubt it. The son and the beast are here, but not the father. Father Baloney turns off the gas before unlocking the cage. You desperately crawl out of the cage before collapsing on the ground, gasping. You can prevent everything that has happened to this house from happening to the outside world. Perhaps, through recognizing your sin, you can stop this. Get out of here. Once you're out, I need you to kill everything that tries to leave. Sure fucking thing, you agree frantically. (laughs) Just do it. You watch in horror as the priest lights the gas fire again and pours a bottle of lighter fluid on himself. God, Father, forgive me for both of... Forgive me both for my sins, he says. Okay. Father Baloney falls forward, collapsing onto the burning cage as he bursts alight. You back away desperately from the fire before desperately... God damn it. Mm. Before desperately looking around, the pain is incredible, and you struggle to move, although the adrenaline that's begun coursing through your veins is helping. 
The undead are attempting to make it through the door, but you spot your rifle, and you know that you might be able to fight your way through them. You could also smash open the window and climb through, although that runs the risk of slicing open your weak body on broken glass. So we can fight through the undead or go out the window and slice open our weak body. Oh, you already know the answer. Are we are we fighting? No. Oh. Are we running? We're running <laughs> the fuck away. I was all ready to start pouring rounds into the undead. Now that we've already been on fire. Didn't you just say that the guy who does that the is the one who dies? The guy that well, does the- that is the one who dies. <coughs> We're farther along in the movie now. We might be the protagonist. Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's run out the window. And before we run out the window, we have to say, smells like someone burned the bologna. <laughs> Just, like, start throwing slices of American cheese on top of him. Oh, God. Because, I mean, that's what you have with bologna, right? And bread. Well, and bread, yeah. You Mm -hmm. definitely... Toast some bread on that bologna, bitch. You definitely want some bread. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We're going to hell. Pretty much. You crawl towards the window and smash it open with the butt of your gun. You hear the growling and... (laughs) Our gun is a butt. (laughs) Oh my god. Can you buy, like, little, like, metal butts that you can, like, glue to the butt of your rifle? Oh my god. I hope you can. Probably. It's like the gun version of, um, bull, like, plastic bull balls on your truck. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking that too, which is really bizarre. Okay. The growling increases, and smash the glass out of the way and pull yourself out, scraping your burned, charred flesh along and causing yourself to scream as you collapse onto the ground outside. Thankfully, it's a first-story window, so you collapse on the pavement outside, screaming. We know we're screaming. Jesus. You stand slowly and begin panting as you stumble towards the SWAT van. You grab the side of it and look inside. You see the keys are there, just like you left them, as well as three spare rifles in the back. You look back at the building, knowing the rest of your squad are in there, but going back is suicide. You could very easily take the van and get help to storm the building and rescue your friends. So we can grab a rifle and go back inside, or take the van and find help. Do we not... I say... I say rifle beats gun. We might be able to take on the undead now. Oh, Right? Because all we had was a little handgun. That's why I was like, no, no, no. Going, fighting the undead is suicide. But a rifle? Plus, if, like, if they bottleneck, you know, all trying to go out through the door. No, it's a fair point. This is very video game logic, Jen. You're like, oh, yeah, got the new cool weapon. I I am a gamer. (laughs) That's what I do. Yeah, fair. I, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I think we have to, we probably have to do that because I think we did the, promise that priest the moral guy dilemma. that like we would kill anything that tried to leave. That's fair. <laughs> you should generally that keep your promises true. to people who then light themselves on fire. Yeah. Cause otherwise they will smite you from yeah, hell. Exactly. 
Exactly. It's just good policy. Yeah. All right. Grabbing a rifle. Also, does our SWAT van somehow not have a radio? Maybe it's dead. You grab a rifle and some spare body armor, slowly strapping it on, and take a deep breath. Time to rescue your friends. Walk into the mouth of hell is our only option. That's hot. Good stuff. Uh Uh-huh. I would totally... Guys that walk into the mouths of hell, man, doesn't get much hotter than that. into it. Gets you going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just walking right into (laughs) hell. Not giving an F. Just... Ooh. All right. So we are walking into the mouth of hell. Uh, Addendum, Jen is extremely aroused. (laughs) I also feel like you could get a really good montage of, like dude tightening his body armor over the burns and like screaming in pain mm-hmm. i feel like you could make like a really good oh, movie man. montage out of that i'm picturing it now yeah. that is absolutely a thing we could it's do the good stuff Mm-hmm. all right we are back to rivera you're i've kind of yeah, been losing track of who we are yeah. at any given time Blanco is the guy that walked right in. Right. Yeah, I don't know. One of us is an addict. I think Rivera is the Catholic. I don't know about anybody else. I think Rivera is the Catholic. There's the captain guy. Mendez, right. And Blanco is the addict. Right. Yeah. All right. (sighs) Rivera, you're left surrounded by chaos as your group disbands. You raise your rifle and fire into the masses of demonic undead before desperately backpedaling to escape their clawing hands. You back away as you hear a new round of horrified screams over your comms. Stay away from me! God our Father, grant your blessings upon me! I am a sinner, but I beg you protect me from the darkness and flames and allow me safe passage. You mutter quickly. The demonic undead continue sprinting towards you, but thankfully your bullets manage to at least force them back through sheer force of failing, through sheer force if failing to hurt the demons. That doesn't make any goddamn sense, but okay. Click! Shit, you cry, turning and breaking away. You find an oak door and stumble through it as you hear growling right behind it. You slam the door shut before hearing the thump of creatures charging into the door. As the door shuts, you're left in complete and utter darkness. You quickly switch on your flashlight and freeze. A tall, fur-covered humanoid creature stands in front of you, gazing at you with a single black eye and a mouth filled with jagged teeth. Its fur is wet, covered with thick red blood. It sniffs the air and looks around the room, continuing to sniff the air. Why? Why? I feel like it's a weird stylistic choice at this point. Like, why are you repeating everything at me? Also, was it a cyclops werewolf? What is this thing? Are cyclops furry? I... Is that like a mythological thing I failed to... absorb? I, I don't think that's like... Right. Oh, of course they're furry. 
Like okay. maybe you can All imagine right. them furry or not. So either we can open fire, we can hide, or we can attack the demon with the butt of your rifle. Hmm. I I'm voting for maybe butt attack. Hide. <laughs> It's it's okay. so dumb it might work. And I know we're out of bullets. It's so dumb it really might work. And if it's sniffing and we hide, it's going to find us. Because we're in a room. Like, it's going to sniff us out. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's true. Butt attack. It's true. It won't sniff our butt, though. It won't though. even smell it coming. <laughs> you charge the demon, sending the butt of your rifle into the side of its head. It roars, then it charges forward. It slams a hoofed foot into your chest, breaking several ribs and slamming you into the door. You cough up blood. Oh, uh, that's yeah, not no. good. Poor, poor decision, maybe. It oh. kicks once more, crushing your skull. Ugh. Oh, he's dead. Darkness. Yep, I think he died. Sorry. Oh. Uh, Sorry, Rivera. We we killed should've, one. Should have prayed harder. Well, at least, yeah. It's all good. Whoopsie doodle. Oh. So does this story continue to loop through all the characters I, until it seems to be the thing that's happening? Yes. Hmm. How many do we have left? Is that uh, the first one who's died? I think it is the first one who's died. Because whoever's in the basement, I think Porus, right? Mm-hmm. Is still alive, technically. I think. And the guy who was at the van. Oh right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and He's still alive. I, I don't think we've. Well, I guess it depends how many people on the radio who were screaming are still alive. You know. Mm. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> okay, how many of you are screaming? Do it one Stop halfway through. If. We decide we've gotten enough in the can or whatnot. Oh. Um, I guess apparently we've been going for 40 minutes. Which is about an episode. That would... Right. Uh, If you'd like to stop, that's fine with me. We can save our... I can live with that. Thing. Okay. Good spot to save. We died. We just started a new character. Totally reasonable. Mm. Okay, I saved the progress. Save and quit. Ah, Give me the thing I need. You bastard. The list of save games I have. Oh my god. (laughs) Brings back a lot of memories. Cantina Band, the Assassin's New Tune. Right. Aww. Avery M. Yeah, I have that one too. Oh, the Walmart game. I like the Walmart game. And then I have Kill a Mon's Mm. Mustache. (laughs) (laughs) That thing. What was that? Was that like four episodes? It felt like that four was episodes. Thing. Yeah, it felt like it. <laughs> it was a lot. Well, because wasn't there a sequel, or am I reading I that incorrectly? Think, I think they started no. writing a sequel, but never published it. 
if uh, I remember correctly. Gotcha. Why do I have an unread message? What the hell? This is oh probably. My. Oh, probably. So like a happy birthday message. Uh. Nah. Request to sext. <laughs> oh, yep. It's happy Ooh. birthday. Same. Yeah, the Walmart game was yeah. was good. I think that was one of my no. I, it was it was well done. The ending was a little odd, I think. But yeah. other than, and like the puzzles basically made sense. Yeah. Like I felt like I feel like on that one I felt pretty good when I solved the puzzle, as opposed to feeling like. Well, okay. I found the mm-hmm. thing that your dumbass brain thinks was the answer to this. Yeah. Sometimes you get them. Yeah, we've had. And it's like, uh, yeah. No, that's only you would think that works. <laughs> well, then you get the. I don't remember exactly which one it was. I feel like this one at least one. Like, solve the crime story. Oh, where you yeah. have to present the evidence. Or you're... Oh, no, it was one of those, like, court case ones. Where it's like, you need the evidence, and here's, yeah. like, the thing that backs up your argument. And I feel like... Oh, yeah. To, like, no, there was definitely one where we were, like, just trying everything and then going desperately hoping. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Always makes for good gameplay. Whatever happened to Clover right. 7? That was a good one. Right. Good old... Had Corndorf. And good Corndorf. old Corndorf. Forever in our memories. Mm-hmm. Well. Probably. We've been reminiscing, <laughs> but we should probably let the listeners go. Like we do. If you listeners... Uh... Uh, <laughs> tell us something on Facebook. My brain died as I was talking. Tell us which memories you yeah, would you like, like us telling to us stuff on Facebook. On the Facebook. Mm-hmm. There you go. At facebook.com slash. Oh, Jesus. I think it's GYOW podcast. At GYOW On Twitter, you can tell us things there too. Is it At- Go Your Own Way Pod? Oh, you're right. It's Go Your Own Way Pod. I thought it was Go Your Own Way Pod. <laughs> Oh my this god. This is like the eternal so issue that we've had with social media. <laughs> How long have we been? We've been doing this we for even two know. years. It's three years. What the, wait, no. More than that. We've been doing that. it for it's three. Three years. Why do we still <laughs> suck at this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we don't know yeah, where they the fuck we are. Well, it doesn't help yeah. at all different. Limits. We don't know where the fuck we are. So you end up shortening it differently every single time. Yeah. Well, and that doesn't yeah, help that the phrase true. go your own way is kind of a thing already, so you can't just <laughs> use that. Tell us how bad we are promoting ourselves on the Twitter. If you can fucking find us, then tell us how bad we are. Yeah. Let us know what <laughs> tell our Twitter addresses it are. Because we don't know. Because we don't fucking know. Oh, God. Jesus. 
Well, bye. I don't know how else to end the episode, so we can just say bye. Bye! Oh, man. Bye!